Hi folks, this is Bob Amos with Bob Amos and Catamount Crossing. And this is Sarah Amos. And you're listening to 91.3 FM WVUD. Newark, Delaware. This is the listener-supported voice of the University of Delaware, WVUD and WVUD HD1, Newark. The views expressed in this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of WVUD or the University of Delaware. WVUD and UD Information Technologies present Campus Voices, conversations with University of Delaware faculty, staff, and students about their teaching, research, service projects, and other interests. To introduce today's guest, here's your host, Richard Gordon, manager of the IT Communication Group at the University of Delaware. And thank you, Jason. And coming up on today's Campus Voices, you're going to have quite a treat. I've got three of my colleagues here at the university, three employees of the University of Delaware, two of whom are UD alumni, and the third of whom is a skilled artisan on campus, and they all have alter egos. These alter egos are involved with professional wrestling. Max, who the heck are you? My name is Max Mikado, and I'm the brand new intrepid backstage reporter for Right Coast Pro. Right Coast Pro. Clark, what the heck is Right Coast Pro? Right Coast Pro is a professional wrestling enterprise running out of Newark, Delaware. Sports entertainment, if you will. And it is relatively new. We're going into just, I believe, our fourth or fifth event uh, coming up here in July. And I've been a part of it since event number two. I was the backstage announcer. I've moved on to a different role. Now I'm in the ring as a referee. But is that where I'll end up? Who knows? We also have one of the villains from Right Coast Pro with us. and Villains. Wearing the black hat is Harry Baldwin. Hello, everyone. Like a true villain, you can see he's surly and uncommunicative. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everybody says. But just to let everybody know out there, I am the superior ring technician. You can find me every month doing what I do best, and that's beating people down. Max doesn't look convinced by that statement, Harry. See, ladies and gentlemen, clearly through the medium of radio, you can't see the sneer that's coming off his face right now. But after the events of our uh, June 1st show, let me just say that I'm not exactly convinced that uh, these beatdowns that you claim to uh, deliver on a monthly basis will come to fruition at our next show in this Uh, tag team match. Don't you worry. That, That was just a fluke. That was a fluke. That was a fluke. I got this under control for the rest of the... Rest of the time I'm being out there, don't you worry about a thing. Uh, Max is new to the backstage interviewing. I have to say you haven't learned the the first lesson is don't anger the wrestlers. It could be bad for your health. Oh, it's okay. Mega almost wanted me to uh, you know eat a chair to the face after I made fun of his Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, this is an uh, old hat to me. Max is also showing some naivete with this microphone. He needs to be up close and intimate with it at all times. Otherwise, his voice fades away as if Harry had him in a headlock and was moving him away from the microphone. Well, see, I apologize. It's been a while since I've been in this studio (laughs) as a uh, radio personality, but I've transitioned out of the bright lights of Right Coast Pro. 
Yeah. Yes, you are quite a personality. Are you looking at this as a career option, Max? Yes, sir. Hopefully, uh, wherever this road will take me, uh, we'll see what happens. What attracted you to this as a as a recent UD alum? What attracts you to professional wrestling as a potential future career? Now, you see, you're making me get into my backstory, but not a lot is known about me publicly just yet. You see, Max Mikado is a lot of things. Professional wrestling enthusiast is one of them. Now, I've been a lifelong fan of professional wrestling, starting from the days of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, moving on to The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. But, I mean, clearly, I'm not cut out to be in the ring, but at the very least, I can hold a microphone. That's why he's holding the microphone, because he can't get in the ring. I can take the microphone away from you. (laughs) I'm just shaking my head. You can't see that on the radio. Uh, I see see potential for Max in in the industry, for sure. I think for, for somebody like me, I'm a little older. I'm attracted to it much like Max and Harry are. Uh, I went to my first live event back in the 70s, Bruno San Martino and Larry Zbysko in a steel cage grudge match at the Spectrum while they still had curfew and they had to extend the curfew for the match. And I was hooked from that point on um, and grew up watching as the McMahons became the big name. WWE, WWF became WWF, became WWE, and I've been there the whole way. So I'm not looking at it as a career. It's just something I really enjoy being a part of. What about you, Harry? How'd you get involved? Well, I've been a fan since I was young. Uh, it's nice to know that I have something to fall back on as a kind of a a career that should be set into fruition here pretty soon. I'd like to move forward. This is a stepping stone on my way to championships. So we'll see how it goes. Do you think that wrestling's going to end up being such an opportunity for you, you'll be able to leave University of Delaware behind and we'll see you daily articles about you conquering the wrestling stage worldwide. Never can tell. Never can tell. <laughs> ah, this is so different from the interviews that we usually do on Campus Voices, but I think it's very appropriate as we're in the studio here recording this interview at the beginning of the summer and I can think of nothing though it might be more fun than to go to a right coast pro wrestling event. You guys hold them about once a month? Yeah, give or take once a month, a little yeah. slower schedule in the summer. About six to eight weeks, usually about four on some occasions. Clark, I think at your next at the next event, aren't you going to be um refereeing an eighteen eight wrestler Tag team match. Actually, that is uh, the June first show. I oh, had the okay. honor of of doing That's that. Right. My I'm, apologies. I'm actually uh, I haven't fully recovered from that yet. I'm taking the July show off to get my head straight and figure out what my what my plan is from here. But yeah, the eight man tag is uh, in the ring is a little bit chaotic, so I, I need to recover from that. How the heck do you manage that? <sighs> it's difficult. You have to pay attention. Eyes in the back of your head. I mean, you don't really have to worry. I mean, some of the wrestlers you don't really have to worry about, but then there's some of them, and then some of them have managers, and some of the managers can be distracting. Chair is going to come flying around. Exactly. So you're you're ducking chairs, you're you're ducking people. It's uh, yeah, I was shaking at the at the end of the night for sure. Do you fear for your life in the ring? I mean, those limbs flying around, those feet, those fists. Uh, these are are well trained professionals. But sometimes there is malice in their thoughts. So, yeah, you're a little concerned, especially if you're trying to call it right down the middle. And sometimes people don't necessarily agree that you're calling it right down the middle. Yeah, these referees need to to learn to watch the match versus just being around. And sometimes they get in the way, don't count right. You got to watch them. 
Harry, you sound like you've got a little bit of venom in here towards uh, this, this individual representative of the referee community. Well, it just seems that the referees have a have an in for some people. So I just try to keep my distance from them and, and do what I need to do best. We're definitely not the most popular people backstage, the officials. What about out there on the... Do you get cheers from the audience? <laughs> Generally not. We get, we get jeers from the audience. We get a lot of help with our jobs when we apparently miss something or don't count fast enough or count too fast. It seems like uh, we can't get anything right. Yeah. Gentlemen, I'd like you to each tell me your favorites on the current international pro wrestling scene. Harry? I don't particularly have a favorite in the current, but in the past, Bret Hart, I'm one of the, the big fans of Bret Hart and the things that he does in the ring. He's a technician like I am. We do things very uh, complicated and a little bit malicious every once in a while. But everything we do is for a technical purpose and makes our opponents scream. Max? Let's see. I'm going to cheat on this answer and give you two favorites. My all-time favorite and my current favorite. My all-time favorite and the man I style myself after is uh, none other than The Rock. If you couldn't tell from my sunglasses and uh, my uh, demeanor in the studio. They can't see that on the radio. Exactly. Second of all, um, my current favorite right now in the international scene is uh, Dolph Ziggler, the show-off. I I don't know anything about him. I lead a sheltered life. I don't get cable TV anymore. Oh, see, you don't need to know anything about him because the minute that you Google him or YouTube him, you'll know exactly why he's got the goods. And I have a connection to Dolph Ziggler. He doesn't know it, but... I was a high school teacher at one point in my life, and I taught one of his college wrestling teammates. So I'm a step removed from being friends with Dolph Ziggler. That's an interesting point. Did a lot of the people in pro wrestling, entertainment, the entertainment industry, start off in competitive wrestling? A fair amount. Some of the big names. Ziggler, for one, he was Kent State. Uh, Brock Lesnar was Minnesota. So yeah, there were some guys that did things in the amateur setting. A lot of guys didn't. A lot of guys just learned the trade, the professional trade, right away. But those, you know, that example of Ziggler is a pretty good one. A guy that, you know, worked as a heavyweight at Kent. Or actually, I think he was a step below heavyweight at Kent. Yes, I believe so. And then got signed by WWE coming out, went to developmental camp, put on some size, and now is competing. And that, that background helps. Yeah, you want to be an athletic person. You don't want to just go out there and be out of shape. You'll never last in the ring. And that's why I don't wrestle. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> why well, I didn't give you my favorites. I, I sidetracked you a little bit. My current favorite is uh, Daniel Bryan, who is a technical wrestler who I don't believe he wrestled collegiate, but he has learned uh, kind of shoot fighting and submission holds and, and, and things that could really hurt people. Also like Dean Ambrose, who's a newer, a newer guy with WWE. And I'm keeping an eye on Curtis Axel because my favorite wrestler of all time was his dad, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. So I'm intrigued by where that's going to go. Yeah, we'll he's see a, where that one goes. But yeah, he's, he's got good bloodlines, that's for sure. Yeah. Harry, could you, I mean, gently, if you could, gently demonstrate a submission hold on Max here for us? Maybe. Let's see, here's the thing. Technically, I didn't sign the waiver, so I don't know how legal this is going to be, ladies and, and gentlemen. While he's talking, just grab him. It's just, just he's, he's talking too much. All right, I'm just going to grab a hold no. of his head here. No, 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 no. What are you doing? I'm going to no. pull up a little bit. This is called a headlock. So and I might just give him a little eye gouge, like this. Do they usually turn from red to blue that fast? All right. 
All right, let him up. Let him up. Let him up. Out. Let him up. Max was one of my students for two semesters. So I don't right. want you to hurt him. No, the reason why he's not in the ring. <sighs> what are you head. doing to me? Ah. Well, that was entertaining. Um, for those of you who are tuning into Campus Voices and expecting a, an interview with an erudite faculty member, forget about it. We're talking with three University of Delaware employees who spend some time entertaining the public as part of Right Coast Pro. RightCoastPro.com is their website. Professional wrestling based here in Newark, Delaware. But it's not just all silliness. You guys have done a lot for the community, haven't you? Sure. We're, we're yep. very active in the yep. community. That's part very of the mission active. of RCP. Unfortunately, in my contract, it stipulates that I have to be out at events. Uh, sometimes I'm mine, but other times I don't. It depends. Uh, we went to the Buddy Walk. Did a very good job of going around. I actually got outstrengthed by one of the, the Special Olympians. Uh, he, I don't know how he did it. He, I think he weighted down the hammer. But... It, you know, it's all in good fun, and, uh, you know, we have a good time with the community, try to, to bring out people and bring them to our shows and, and show that we can give back. And we also did a, a show a few months ago that benefited a young lady who had some, some health difficulties, breathing difficulties, and really needed some assistance, and we sold the building out plus some. It was standing room only, so it's it makes us feel good that people are coming to the events, but also that they their hearts are in the right place, too, when we do try to support something like that, that they're with us, and that's great. Now, folks can go to rightcoastpro.com to find the schedule of what's coming up, but where do you typically hold your events? Uh, the events are at the Life Community Church. That's what it's called, right? Life yes. Community Church, On which Ots is— Chapel Road. Yeah, Ots Chapel, right near Elkton Road. Um, nice facility there, and we'll be there. There's one show in December that we're not 100% sure. We may have a, uh, an alternate location for that show, but all the other events are at that place. How did you guys negotiate a deal with a church to let you ruffians in? Uh, that happened above my my pay grade. I I can't. I have no idea. I do know one it of the elders there. It was just the swagger, just going in there, showing <laughs> them exactly what we're all about. That we're community based. Um, they really like us, so we found a home with them. Where did professional wrestling come from? Did it come from old church events? Is that why they they took you in? From- no. Well, uh, professional wrestling was an offshoot of the old Greco-Roman wrestling, um, most famous in the Olympics, and almost eliminated from the Olympics, mind you, today. Um, yeah, but eventually, it moved from the Olympic circuit to uh, carnivals, circuses, things of that nature. Abraham Lincoln was a professional wrestler back in the day, and uh, things were uh, pretty rough back then. There was no 4 by 4 ring or whatever. However, I don't even know how big the rings are. What, 16 by 16 32 I don't 16 know. 16 by 20 by 20. 20. See, not four this, by four. This is why I'm not a wrestler. But yes, uh, professional wrestling is a long and storied history from uh, its uh, its roots in uh, Rome to uh, today. Yeah, there used to be territories, uh, little independent circuits like ours, and uh, you know they branched out every once in a while. And sometimes, if you were, you know, stupid enough to go through and try to hone in on somebody's territory they would send somebody out like tony soprano and break your legs (laughs) but nowadays it's a little more calm and we try to work with the community groups and and do what we do so abe lincoln was a professional wrestler yes yes that that very same abe lincoln yes not daniel day lewis no abe lincoln so Just Harry, bare knuckles. Harry, are you running for president of the United States? Nah. Is this your way of announcing that? 
No, I can uh, I can say that I won't be running for president. Be I would in- be I would be kicking some people to the curb. <laughs> be an interesting way to select a president, though, yeah. to, instead of an election to have a match. Yeah, I'd vote for you if you don't put me in another headlock. That's all right. Hands down, Harry. Don't go for him. All right. All right. Thank you. So Security's going to have to restrain me. I think. Do you? Go to professional wrestling events. We'll interview you. How's that? Since there's two interviewers here. I think the last time that I went to a professional wrestling event was at Keel Auditorium in St. Louis, Missouri, back in about 1966, 67. Old school. It did not exactly stick with me. What brought you there? Was it family? Uh, It was going with a friend's family, yes. And uh, I can remember it was very popular in amongst a segment of high school population back then. Um, I was not really enamored with the scripted. Scripted? Whoa, whoa, scripted. Scripted. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have well, another we, headlock over there, Harry? Yeah, I got you just one saw me tap out, and I'm not a small guy. Yeah, for, for those of everybody out there that think this is scripted, uh, we we work very hard at what we do, and come on down to the ring, let me... Let me get a hold of you, throw you around for a little while, and see if you think it's scripted. And just remember, you can't fake gravity. I was out at the training facility. Uh, Harry was there. Actually, Max was there, too, about a month ago. And I just fell down, and it hurt. Imagine falling down with a 200-pound guy helping you fall down. It's a... Weren't you script that. Script that. <laughs> So it's uh, and you're Richard, you're an interesting situation because wrestling popularity ebbs and flows, and we're kind of on an upswing right now, I think, and that just helps us in the independent circuit when it does, when it is on an upswing, and right now a lot of people are watching the WWE product again. It has buzz with some of the new wrestlers coming in, so we're we're benefiting from from that. But we try to put a consistent show out there, whether the big the big times are going well or going poorly. We try to put something out there that's family friendly and fun for everybody. Yeah. And there's a lot of work that goes into what we do. Uh, you know, we, we we have to make sure everything is crisp. We have to make sure you're in shape. You don't want to go out there and just walk around. You know, we got to put on a show and we got to make it the what what it is. It's it's real. Don't don't get you don't, <laughs> don't get it wrong. It's real. Well, I understand the pain is real. You know, I, I can imagine you know having having you throw me through that glass window over there. That would be real pain. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Take a chair. I over apologize. There. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, it, it's interesting. I think you were talking about this, Clark, in terms of going back and forth in terms of popularity. I mean, it seems like we're getting a lot of the old school things. I used to watch on KPLR TV, Channel Eleven in St. Louis. You know, the independent um, TV station that couldn't afford network programming. Professional wrestling, roller derby, other kinds of events like that. Those are all making a an upswing, a recovery sure. in the economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roller derby is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let them come to my ring, see what they think. think you want to talk? I'll about, take care of them. You want to talk about getting real? But right now, with the popularity of mixed martial arts. Now you see, I love mixed martial arts as a sport. I respect the sport. I love the fighters. But the fact of the matter is, you pay seventy dollars for a pay per view. The main event can end in 10 seconds. You just blew $70 right there. Professional wrestling gives you your money's worth every time. So Right Coast Pro is a good family entertainment value. Affordable, good bang for your buck, family-friendly, as you said, and exciting. And there's a, 
I mean, we just crowned our first champion. There was a tournament at the first few events to determine who would get into this championship tournament for the most beautiful belt in the industry, the most beautiful championship yes. title in the yeah, industry. That, that includes that has to be the greatest belt I've ever seen. That that includes the big time, you know, the WWE. This belt will put them all to shame. So these guys are are fighting for this thing, and and King Mega outlasted everybody else, and. You need to meet Mega. He's he barely fit in the room here. Lives up to his name, King Mega, indeed. I'll be seeing him one day. <laughs> Max, why don't you tell us about some of the other characters that uh, people will see when they go out to watch professional wrestling at Right Coast Pro? Now, see, as a backstage interviewer, I'm supposed to be impartial, but I do have to give props to some of the talent that we have on the roster, including uh, wrestling's Man of Steel, Chris Steeler, one of our better technicians in the on the roster. Uh as much as I don't agree with his actions, uh, Bazooka Joe is certainly uh, a competitor to watch. Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> you don't like a lot of people on the roster now, do you, Harry? No. No, no. How they'll about be, uh, They'll all be seeing me pretty soon. How about uh, your uh, rival, Colton Quest? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> What's the problem he, with Colton? Uh, he just squeaked through. I, I'll be seeing him the July show and making sure that he understands that I am the ring technician. Yes, yes. Well, I had Max in the classroom for two semesters. I had to watch him, too. I mean, he was, you know, <laughs> he was he was a character, you know, trying to reel him in in the classroom. I don't know how you ever finished a lecture with me in the class. And then to top it off, Max and one of his friends came and interrupted another class after, uh, you know, is he is he that much of a disruptive factor even with uh, – Right sometimes pro. when we're trying to get ready for a match, he's clamoring backstage to try and get an interview with us. You know, sometimes we just really don't have time right then and there. And he's he's new, so he's he's trying to get his interviews in and you know get his spot in the backyard. It's only my second month, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to help the guy out, but you know I'm out front now keeping order in the ring so it's it's difficult for me oh, clark when you referee do you have to referee the entire evening's program no there are multiple referees at the june show i did for my first one i did three events but they were i had the eight-man tag team which was just chaotic i had an impromptu grudge match between uh, king nana and uh, francis kiplin stevens one of our our most popular wrestlers he's the international chess champion who comes down and wrestles for us, and that was a that was kind of an intense match because Nana was not real happy with with Kip's actions, and then of course the first one I did was the uh, the Battle Royal or the Rumble to qualify for the championship tournament. So the owners of RCP threw me to the wolves right away for my first show, and that's why I'm taking the next one off to recover a little bit. What about this guy who plays chess? Was he is he any good as a wrestler? Kip is his name. Uh, he might be able to stand in the ring with me. He's stand. a Stand exactly. Uh, Kip is a he's a cerebral type of guy, but you know when you get in in the ring with the definition of a ring technician such as myself, it's going to be a little bit more than a chess challenge. A little more physical. Oh yeah, Max, are you sure you don't want to get on the ring with Harry? I have no comment. Better be. We couldn't even coax Max into the ring at the training facility. I you know, I braved it and got in there to do. The officiating and you know, kind of saw what what it takes to be in there, and it is intimidating. But you know, we couldn't even get Max. I don't. Even, have you even touched the the ring yet at this point? I haven't even grabbed a turnbuckle at this point. It's probably a good thing. I think if you were to grab a turnbuckle, Harry might make sure that your head met the turnbuckle as well. 
Well, that's what happened at the last show. With it's called uh, Initiation. Yeah. It's Initiation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Colton Quest. Why do we keep bringing that guy's name up? I mean, clearly he seems to be the monkey on your back that you can't get rid of. Oh, yeah. I got a banana for that guy. Yeah, Colton Quest, is a, he's an up-and-comer. He's a, he's a young guy. The fans seem to like him. He came through the developmental program. And, and just he and Harry just don't get along. But honestly, there's there are enough elite pros in RCP that we probably don't need to see Max or I in the ring no. in a competitive nature. Look, that guy, that guy got billed as the number one student coming out of RCP. There's no way that's going to happen. It's going to fly with me. That's why we had our match. We may have squeaked through, but when we come up to the tag team match, he's going to see the real deal. He's going to find out what pain's all about, and I'm going to take him down. Them's fighting words. Yeah, that's definite fighting words. Uh, this clown thinks he can get in the ring with me and match wits. It's not going to happen. Now, you guys have mentioned this training facility. Is it up there like the Novacare centers that the Eagles use or whatever Max's? That's a, it's a location in Newark, and there's a ring there, and there's you know weights and cardio equipment and, and some of the younger. Actually, a lot of the guys go out there to train, but specifically the younger guys. As well, and it's a good place to go out and catch up to some of the athletes, conduct interviews, and just kind of see what's going on, be a fly on the wall, so to speak. Yeah, our facility has everything you need to become a pro wrestler. Um, on a serious note, we we do a lot of training outside of the ring, not just in the ring. Uh, we we work on our our DMC. Um, it's a a type of stretching routine and cardiovascular to keep us in shape, uh, keep us in ring shape, and uh, we do a lot of weight training. Um, a lot of flexibility type things to keep us from, you know, stretching our muscles out. Uh, so we keep in really good shape to make sure that we can provide entertainment for our fans. And that's even the announcers. They they run us through that too. Yes. Yeah, nobody, nobody gets out of it. Some of yeah. us do better than others. Some of us, I, I have tight hips apparently. <laughs> I can't do all the moves. Well, well, Clark, I still think Harry's in the best shape of the four of us in the studio right now. I would probably... I would agree with that, specifically if it helps my, my health not be Most jeopardized. Definitely. I mean, he can credit that to the facility, of course. I mean, it is the definition of old school to the max, no pun intended. But it's where the definition of ring technician was written. So, uh, you know, clearly, if you attend a Right Coast Pro event, you can see that the product is the result of all the hard work put into the facility. I mean, it, it is phenomenal. Right, and I, and I don't agree with all of Harry's tactics. I think he went a little overboard at the June show with some of the actions on Colt. What are you talking I mean, about? And, I barely electrical, touched the guy. And electrical cable is not generally part of it. Well, anyway, I, know uh, <laughs> I can tell you that despite some of his antics oh, in the ring, Harry has fun. Harry has worked. I mean, he works hard. He's he deserves to be proud of what he does, and he, and he is a little cocky, but I mean, he's he's worked. Hey, I deserve to be cocky. I'm good in the ring, guys. This has been. Really a whole lot of fun. And everybody who's listening, check out rightcoastpro.com and follow these three UD employees in their lives as Clark, Kelly, Max Mikado. And Harry M. Baldwin, the definition of a ring technician. Thanks for listening to Campus Voices. Thanks for listening to Campus Voices, a collaboration between WVUD, the broadcast voice of the University of Delaware, and UD Information Technologies. The views expressed on this program are those of the individual guests and do not necessarily reflect the official views or policies of WVUD, 
UD Information Technologies, or the University of Delaware. For more information about Campus Voices and to find archive copies of this and other episodes, visit our website. Using all lowercase letters, go to www.udel.edu slash campusvoices. We invite you to tune in every Thursday morning at 8.30 for Campus Voices on 91.3 FM, WVUD, and WVUD HD1, Newark, or online at WVUD.org. Bringing you the vitality of college radio and the diversity of community radio. 91.3 FM WVUD and WVUD HD1 Newark, Delaware.